0: Well, folks, good afternoon. It's uh, John DePietro at 1207 on this Tuesday. I want to say good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. We've adjusted our Facebook Live portion of the radio part now, where we're now more at noon. And then we're also live between 4 and 5, so I know some people. But as always, folks, the radio show, which is the most important, runs 11 to 2, 11 to 2 on AM 1380. And by the way, I received a nice email. The uh, signal is just booming today, listening in Woburn, Mass., on AM 1380. Uh, you can also, most parts of Rhode Island, you can listen to 99.9 FM, at least Providence and North you can, and that comes in great. And remember, you can always listen online at the website, and it's depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And then right at the top, on the left-hand side, just click Listen Live, and you can listen to the program. Well, this is going to be interesting now. I want to start off we um I think, like many of you, I am just disgusted at what's happening with these protesters. And I, I don't know where they got the idea that they can just start ripping down monuments and statues. So much for, you know, trying to go through the process or, you know, maybe someone thinks that something should be removed. No, no, not in uh, not in 2020. Not because of a cop in Minneapolis. No, if you don't like something, you can just go. And you just uh, you rip it down or you vandalize whatever you want. Now, there is a situation where this is an individual that's been arrested now. And I believe Channel 12 has a story on it. Police ID a man accused of spray painting swastikas on graves at Providence College. So I posted some information. Information about him on Facebook. And good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Please share that you're watching, folks. And you can also uh, give a thumbs up if you're on Facebook. Find my page at Shonda Petro Show on Facebook. Now, someone told me, I received from a a listener who's uh, very good with information, that this person that was arrested, and his name is Kayvon Gamara, 26 years old, that he has spoken at some of the rallies. So now you have a protester that's been arrested. And swastikas. And not only that, he tried to light... Uh, the grass on fire at Providence College. Let's listen. This was the uh, Channel 12 story Collins, on this. A man arrested after police say he vandalized a number of gravestones at Providence College. Now, police tell us the suspect spray-painted swastikas on the stones and tried to set fire to the grass. He's also accused of assaulting a security guard who confronted him before he ran away. More than a dozen police officers searched the campus for that man. He was eventually found hiding in some bushes. Authorities say they will release the man's name and the charges that he's facing later today. Well, they did release it, and his name is Kamar Kevon Gamera. Kevon Gamera. He looks like a total degenerate. (coughs) Excuse me, folks. Now, most of the time, already, like a Congressman Cicilline, starts saying and putting out information wow this is trump's america this is a right wing white supremacist that is putting swastikas this is anti-semitic well let's look at exactly and i did post his uh picture uh on the facebook page and now his name has been released he apparently goes to rhode island college and um and, and let's uh, you tell me, does that look like a right wing extremist to you? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, on his Facebook page, he makes mentions of Iran for some reason. So I don't understand the swastikas at Providence College. You know, keep in mind, folks, uh, this guy, uh, from what I've told, has spoke at some protest rallies. Uh, will they disavow his actions? If anything, he's got the beard on his page. He's corresponding with someone that says he's been arrested. And talking about Iran, going nuclear. So uh, learning to love myself without letting corporations define my values as a man. He studies political science at Rhode Island College. He lives in Providence. He's 26 years old. He, uh, he, he designates where he lives of the universe. So there's mention of uh, Iran. Uh, I'm not going to profile but I would say he is uh, light-skinned. He is not Caucasian, kind of has a beard. No, he actually does have a beard and a little bit of a mustache. Um, So this is who is spray painting swastikas and graves at Providence College. And from what I'm told, he's been part of the protests and the rallies. See, this falls in with, and I recognize some people won't know the name Kat Kerwin. She's a Providence City Council person. She's the person that was encouraging. You don't like that Christopher Columbus statue? You know, let's go uh, uh, vandalize it and we should rip it down where the police have to put up uh, barricades around it. Last night in Providence, they had four-hour testimony in front of that city council. They were there till I think, 2.30 in the morning, all for this stuff of defund the police in Providence, which continues to be the center of where a lot of the crime and the activity is. So, he has spoken at some of the protests. And, you know, keep in mind, the PC kids, the kids at Providence College folks, not that long ago, right? raped through the coals. They were called racist. Why were they called racist? Because they were, in fact, their parents, at the time of their graduation, celebrated an outdoor parade where you had kids from Providence College along Eaton Street. Some of the streets are on PC. They stood out in front of their apartments and their parents did like a little parade in the cars and they were called selfish and they're racist white college students and kids of privilege. And how dare you do that as people in some of the poor part of Providence, you know, were suffering, suffering the most from the COVID-19, from the coronavirus. Look at the attitude now. Accused of spray painting swastikas and graves at Providence College. What is that all about? And not only that, but to show you just like how demented these people are, um, swastikas. The the Providence College is the Dominican College. It's not like it was done at Temple Beth El or a Jewish cemetery. And then as soon as you have Cicilline and some of these others saying, look at how, oh, you know, this is Trump. This is Trump and right wing extremists. <coughs> Excuse me. And then I received an email already earlier. You know, what are you and your white supremacist friends going to say about the swastikas at Providence College? This is another example of white privilege. And look how, well, first of all, you know, this just goes to show you that a lot of these demented degenerates, whether they're a protester or someone else, uh, they they, they don't know what they should put. So this guy, take a look. Does that look like a Trump white supremacist to you, everybody on Facebook Live as I'm holding up his photo? He looks like one of the hijackers from 9-11 to me. And I'm just going by his photo. That's what When I saw that, he looks like one of the hijackers and on his page he talks about Iran or someone's talking about getting out of jail and Iran's going nuclear. So I don't know what his drill is but painting swastikas on graves at Providence College but folks this is the attitude. See he's watching television. He's watching the news. He's learning from some of the progressive leaders and the people nationwide. He's looking at what's going on in Seattle. He's looking at you know the autonomous zone. He's looking at certain members of the Democrat party that is saying listen if you're upset Smash a window. If you're upset about something, you are perfectly entitled to burn a police car, to loot. It's the least you can do. Now, also, yesterday, I was there as Governor Armando. I did a Facebook Live. I did part of it. There's only so much uh, I can listen to with the pointing of blame. Um, I, I think, I mean, what what's going on, I'm not even going to get into how atrocious the Providence schools are. That new education commissioner certainly has her hands full. She had a press briefing earlier this morning on Zoom, and it was very interesting what she said. She said the problem in the Providence schools is basically the union. It's adult-centric. Everything is focused around the adults in the Providence school system. It's not focused around the students. I mean, not that anyone should be shocked at that, um, but 50% of the students at Hope High School in Providence and two other high schools, 50%, are during this long-distance distance distance learning were deemed chronically absent, chronically absent, which means 50% of them were out more than at least 20% of the time. And I had heard about this. I talked about this on the radio. I spoke with someone that said all they do is some of the kids, they go in at 8.30, they check in, boom, and then they're gone for the day. Folks, the distance learning, despite what the governor wants to say, it's not working. It has not been effective. So yesterday, Governor Mundo took executive action. So Providence Plantation is to be removed from all stationary, uh, citations, letterhead. You know what? I, I didn't lose sleep over it. It makes no difference to me. If It's one of those things that if there are people, and yesterday I did attend that press briefing, um, if there are people that say that it is hurtful to them, and even though plantation, the original name in Rhode Island was meant for farming. But let's face it. I'll be honest. When you hear that, you don't hear people say, you know, uh, you know, it, it, it's not old McDonald had a plantation. It's it's old McDonald had a farm. No one refers to it as that. I don't um I just don't think that's the hill to die on. I I have no idea if there are some people upset. If they put it on the ballot, I have a feeling that it's going to fail on the ballot. I I mean, I just do. Because there's a lot of people that are upset with the way things are going right now. But they don't want to be accosted by the mob. And they don't want to have to deal with the mob. And they don't want to be called a racist. So people are just, they're opting to be quiet right now. I mean, that's really what's what's happening i think and going on don't mistake just because all these people are being so vocal who would want to be in the middle of people going after you and you know look at how you had these two guys two brothers and um walking through a macy's and one of them's trying on a shirt and the guy from macy's he says to the guy does this look little on me and then the brother he claims what's that did you call me an n-word and then if you've seen the video it's it's horrible This man that works at Macy's is pummeled as his brother videotapes it. And all they said is, oh, yeah, he called me the N-word. Now, there's no proof of it. It's not on the tape. (laughs) Excuse me. The employee at Macy's denies. I never said that. I didn't say. And if you look at he doesn't I I have no idea what happened. But there's just an excuse right now of, uh, you know, if something happens, just start uh, swinging at the person. And then later you could just say, you know, he, uh, he made mention of, uh, he called me the N-word. He called me or he made a mention of George Floyd or whatever it is. It doesn't even seem to matter. I don't even know if you need an excuse right now. So people don't want to get caught up in that. Who would want to get caught up in that? The guy's trying to work at Macy's. Suddenly there's two brothers there, meaning two, they're related, an older brother, younger brother. And the older one, for whatever reasons, just starts beating the hell out of the guy at Macy's. Who wants to go through that? Nobody is the answer. No one wants to go through that. So but don't mistake that for silence. Now I'll tell you right now, I don't know what's going on with this NASCAR thing. I don't. But I really hope that this is not I I I, I there's no good option here. Either one someone did put a noose in this Wallace uh, the FBI are investigating now uh, this Bubba Wallace. And the FBI are looking into this. He's a, a NASCAR driver of color. And they're claiming that he's been asking for the Confederate flag to come down and not be part of NASCAR. And they have gone for that. And now all of NASCAR's rallying around him <clears throat> after they found a noose in his car's garage stall. But I will tell you, folks, it is all over online that some people think this is another. All you have to do is say Jussie Smollett. And the Wall Street Journal had an interesting article saying, you know, two thirds of hate crimes are fake. Two thirds of hate crimes are fake. And that's not a racist statement. That is a police statistic. And the Wall Street Journal had a story on that. And after what we witnessed with that Jesse Smollett, who completely fabricated, right? That was the big story of last January, where he claimed, right? He was walking through Chicago at 2.30 in the morning to go to Subway. And suddenly two people appeared and put a noose around his neck and tried to pour bleach on him and said, this is MAGA country. And the whole thing was a lie, statistically Two-thirds of reported hate crimes have been hoaxes, whether it's Duke La Crosse, nooses that were found in uh, Oakland, California. You know, when the the FBI gets involved, people may not like it if they get to the bottom of it. I'll say this. I hope they get to the bottom of it, but there's no good option here. Now, if someone did put a noose in this NASCAR driver's garage then they absolutely, that is is unimaginable to me. Who would even think that? Who does that? But if you remember, Jesse Smollett told the story. He went back to his apartment and still had the noose around his neck that he himself had put on. So hate crime hoaxes are more common than you think. Fewer than one in three. They had 346 allegations of hate crimes. And 75% of them were hoaxes, were fake. This situation, why I mention that, is this situation with uh, NASCAR um, and the whole thing with the Bubba Wallace. If, if this proves to be false, as I said, there's no, there's no good option here. There's no good turnout for this. As far as if, if this hate crime turns out to be a hoax, and we don't know, but I'll tell you, the FBI will get to the bottom of it. They will. If they find who did it, it's bad. It's damaging. If they find that they can't find who did it, which seems impossible since all those areas have cameras, unless somehow somebody had access The FBI, I I am confident they'll get to the bottom of it. But it's going to be very, very damaging if this turns out to be a Jesse Smollett situation. But, folks, this climate has to change. The idea that people can go out. Last night, I was horrified watching that. And, again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Excuse me. It's dryness. It's not COVID. Not long ago, if you coughed. Everyone got uh, panicked, myself included. That is not the case, thank God, anymore. But like last night, as I was watching some of that on cable television or following it along on social media, where where did this develop that people think, you know, what we'll do tonight is let's round up a group of people and we're going to put some rope and we're going to go to that statue and we're just going to tear it down. I mean, this has to end immediately. Now, there's another story that's breaking. And one of the members and outspoken people of Black Lives Matter, not locally, but nationwide. And I talked about this and other people have mentioned it. You know what they want to target next? What do you think they want to target next? That's right. Statues of Jesus. You know, there's actually a nut out there that is saying that statues of Jesus, of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Son of God. That they are white supremacist symbols. Folks, I'm telling you, you know, no one should be surprised. That whole situation with the media and President Trump, how he walked across the street and went in front of that church, you know, the entire media ganged up on the president and went after him. And that is uh, horrible. He created a photo op and they cleared out the protesters. No one talked about, or at least uh, most of the mainstream media did not talk about the vandalism done to that church, the obscenity and graffiti written on that church. So they are ripping down statues and monuments, and they're changing the name, and they wanted to go after the Christopher Columbus statue, which they took down in Boston. The next move they're going for is churches and religious statues, and that that's going to be war, okay? We're only going to put up with so much. You want to take down a Civil War monument, you know, it really has no bearing on me. Um, Other than denying history, it's a bigger thing down south, but you're not going to get a big fight out of me of trying to take down some Civil War monuments. You want to – the Christopher Columbus statue, you know, that has to be discussed. You don't just decapitate it, behead it, or rip it down or vandalize it just because you don't like it or you want to carry this narrative – whether it's Columbus or some of his men, they, that, um, they committed atrocities. But next they want to move towards religious statues, you know, which also shows who's really inside of this movement. And the Antifa roots of this, they tend to be, they're anti-government, they're atheists, they're evil in nature. They may, they're doing it under the guise of Black Lives Matter. But folks, make no mistake about it. This, this has stopped being about what happened in Minneapolis. It just has. It's not even about that anymore. It's about taking over the country. And anyone that is blind to that, you're not paying attention. <clears throat> you know, this is going to be comical, though, as we talked about last hour with Donna Perry. Wait till all of this enthusiasm and protests and blah, blah, blah and everything else. And then who's going to be standing up on the stage representing them? 77-year-old Joe Biden. Who they have to write down in his hand where he is. I mean, he has completely faded. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Express Employment Professionals. Located 155 Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick. the right off of 95. If you're looking for work, maybe you're tired of staying home, ready to be part of the new movement, Express Employment Professionals have temporary temporary to permanent and permanent jobs available do you know you can, you could be a temp and collect so you're collecting plus you're a temp express employment professionals they're looking for dedicated individuals it's time to get back to work find your dream job be part of the workforce again be the change be the new movement contact express employment professionals of warwick today 739-8460 Look for them on Facebook They have the franchise office right in Warwick Owned of course by our friend Liliana Dolan Who's also president of the Corvette Club of Rhode Island Listen Contact them 739-8460 Or you can also talk to Dez or Sylvia They have jobs They have open for you today Walk-ins are welcome You must wear a mask Their offices are ours are 9 to 4 155 Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick, and check out their website, expresspros.com. See what they have to offer. Call Liliana Dolan today, 739-8460, 739-8460. They have everything from manufacturing, office administrative, call center, customer service work, many other options, and you can collect while temping. It's That's right, Express Employment Professionals. Look for them on Facebook Located 155 Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick or call them at 739-8460. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Tuesday. The uh, delightful weather continues. It's John Depetro at 1229. No briefing today. No Governor Mundo briefing today. So they're not going after the Block Island ferry people today, which I still don't get and understand. You know, there are, I, I'm telling you, if there's anyone that doesn't think there's two sets of rules, there are two sets of rules in the state. There are those that go to protest. The people in the Block Island Ferry should say they're protesting on the ferry. Then apparently it's okay not to have to wear a mask. I mean, I don't get that in any way. They keep going after. Here's a picture. And by the way, who's snapping these photos? Right? The stitching has to stop. The stitching absolutely has to stop of a group of people you're sitting outside over the ocean ocean air blowing and everything else and then someone sends the photo to channel 10 look at these people on the ferry now at the same time i am very disturbed at this story that um there's a place i'd like to go in the summertime they have two locations it's called brickley's ice cream i posted this story on the facebook page and this is where I, I don't understand the actions of certain individuals. The fact that they are giving, apparently at Brickley's, um, in, they have one in Wakefield. And then there's also one in uh, the, the Bonnet Shores section of Narragansett Brickley's ice cream. It's all homemade. It's absolutely delicious. And, um, and, and they had to post Brickley's ice cream. They had to post on their website. That over the last two weeks, multiple occasion customers who you go inside to order the ice cream and they won't wear a mask. And who do you think works at an ice cream shop in the summertime? They tend to be high school kids, college kids. And you have adults that are berating them because they're refusing to wear a mask. And some of the comments, one man yelled, what's your blanking problem? Because they told them you need to move your car, which was blocking incoming traffic. And then people right now are just off. Another customer said to the people at Brickley's, you're babies. You're going to let Gina hold your hand all summer? I hope you go out of blanking business. I can't even say it. A group of eight came up to the cashier all without masks asked to put on the mask they refused to do so they moved to the patio who's in Wakefield which told you can't congregate on the patio they said to the staff call the police you don't even belong there I want to be very clear if you want to go inside somewhere and someone owns a store or someone owns an ice cream whatever it is they have the right to say that you have to wear a mask, whether you like it or not. And I don't understand, You know, someone texted me yesterday, how much longer do we have to wear these masks? Folks, you're not paying attention. Look at what's going on around the country. Look at what's going on in Florida. The cases are going through the roof. Look what's going on in Texas. Look at Arizona. It's young people congregating together and not wearing a mask. Now, you wear the mask for others. I don't understand the opposition to the mask. I don't. We, you know the drill. How long do we have to wear the mask? Until they come up with a cure for the COVID-19. Or, or <clears throat> that and then also a, you know, a vaccine and then treatment to deal with it. But until then, I mean, does anybody think... The element of how much longer do we have to wear the mask? Not if you're outside, not if you're with your family. But I don't want to be near strangers inside who I don't know who they are, where they're from. And I don't want them breathing on me and they don't have a mask on. And I mean, there are a lot of people that won't do indoor dining, Um, people that won't wear a mask. For whatever reason, you have to start to realize that you're the one in the minority. Um, How much longer do we have to wear the mask? It's going to dip down in the summertime, but in the fall and then in the wintertime, as everyone starts to go inside more, absolutely you're going to have to wear a mask. I don't even know how to answer that question other than people are just not paying attention to what's going on? Listen, I don't like the mask, although I've gotten used to it. It's a little awkward. It's hard to get used to. But compared to the alternative, you can't deny the numbers around here have gone down. The number of people hospitalized in our area have absolutely gone down with everything uh, because of stay at home order, because of social distancing, because of hand sanitizer, washing your hands. But a big part of this is the mask, the mask wearing. Um, outdoor dining is really the comfortable way to go. And you don't have to worry about it. Um, there's now reports that 30 minutes, if you're in the sun for 30 minutes, the sun is good for you. Being outside is good. It supposedly can you know help you against the virus. So I, I agree with people that I, I don't understand this obsession about Block Island or the Block Island Ferry. But I also don't understand someone that says, how much longer do we have to wear the mask? If anyone is wondering if people are nervous about getting the virus, first of all, two more Trump staff people contracted the virus. Six in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, two more. That's eight. That's not positive, right? And you'd like to think that they were being careful. This portion of the John DePetro show is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, remember, when they talk about defunding the police... You talk about competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. I'll tell you, John Francis, the guy is so knowledgeable. You want to make sure that you protect yourself, your business. Shop at competition shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories. And he can also... Prep you the proper paperwork so that you can get the blue card tests. You can get your license to carry a firearm. You can call them at 727-1716. They're open right now. Competition shooting supplies. Your Second Amendment headquarters. Remember, looters are fearful of anyone with a firearm. Competition shooting supplies, 727-1716, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Or call them at 727-1716, 727-1716 for competition shooting supplies. You know, this whole business that... And again, folks, good afternoon at 1236. It's John DiPietro. Uh Weekdays, we start at 11 and we go until uh, 2 p.m. right here. It's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. There is no Governor Armando press briefing today. No briefing today. She's down to three times a week. And I don't know how long that's going to go. <clears throat> I don't know how long that's, that's going to go. It could be, it, I'm hearing it's definitely through the summer. And there's different updates with that. The civil unrest has to... Uh, There has to be more law and order. Um, The president is traveling today and hopefully the Trump people can get things on track. The president is definitely, um, you know, let's just hope that this is the worst that it's going to get. By the way, his numbers for the rally set a record. That was over six million people watched the president on Saturday night, whether it was a watch party whether it was watched it on Fox News Channel, they were the only ones to carry him. Um, Huge, huge numbers. And that's very positive for the president. Very, very positive for President Trump. But it also goes to show you to me that the president, you know, he doesn't need to be in a 19,000 seat arena. You know, I wouldn't mind a Saturday night rally all over the country all summer long at outdoor arenas that hold five or six thousand people and distance out and masks on and you're outside and then you don't have to worry so much about it i mean I, and then let fox carry that every saturday night there's your saturday night programming um a lot of people are not going out right now on saturday nights i i think the white house ought to ought to look at that folks this portion of the john Petro show and i i vocalize that by the way to them is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now listen, on this Tuesday, um, you don't have to continue with a broken appliance in your home. You don't. Today's Tuesday, June 23rd. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair today at 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096 repairs on all makes and models of appliances. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 401- 710 7096. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair 401 710 7096. Repairs on washing machines, on dryers, on your dishwasher, on your refrigerator, on your stove. Maybe the ice maker in your refrigerator is not working. Maybe your microwave. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. You paid good money for the appliance. You might as well just have him repair it. 401-710-7096. You can find him on Facebook. i tell you, it's a family-run business. He and his dad are absolutely the dream team. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts, and labor. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. This uh, situation with this uh, goon thug that did that vandalism at Providence College. That's absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. Kavan Gamera, 26 years old. More than a dozen police officers spent last night searching for a man they believe spray-painted swastikas on several graves at Providence College. Kavan Gamera, charged with vandalism, assault with intent to commit a felony, he also, not only defaced the grave zones, he tried to set the grass on fire. He was hiding in some shrubs. He assaulted a campus security guard. Tried to confront him before running off. And, as I was saying, you know, you look at his uh, profile. He's political science at Rhode Island College. Lives in Providence. 26 years old. Talks about revolution. Talks about Iran. And Congress, you know, David Cicilline immediately, look at what happened with Trump's America. Look at how someone, you know, a right wing extremist, a Trump supporter, was probably putting swastikas on the grades of Providence College. Then they show the mugshot. Does that look like a Trump supporter to you? From what I'm told, he has spoken at several of the rallies. As a matter of fact, I think I have footage of him speaking at Burnside Park. He's part of the Defund the Police crew. Huh. That's who was spraying swastikas. Now, if they hadn't caught him, if they had not caught this guy, everybody on Facebook Live, take a good look at him. By the way, folks, you can join me on Facebook Live at John DiPietro's show. Find the page on Facebook. If they had not caught him, think how Kat Kerwin and Cicilline and that Aaron Regenberg and some of these others, the protesters, professional protesters and Alorza. Who do you think that they'd be blaming? Well, obviously, a Trump supporter was at PC last night. We have to catch this Trump supporter, the right-wing extremists. Uh, obviously, a Trump supporter, as Cicilline said, a right-wing extremist Trump supporter was spraying swastika. No, no not so fast. I don't think so. If anything, it could be a Muslim extremist, just based on his Facebook page where he talks about Iran and going nuclear, whatever that means. So, no, this, um, thank God the police caught him. Folks, another example. What if you don't have policing? Then what happens? You know, right now, this whole business about defund the police, one of the biggest problems that I'm hearing from people quality of life right now is the amount of fireworks that people are firing off and disturbing people and they're going late into the night. That's just a quality of life thing. That's not even like someone banging on your door. That's not someone, you know, demanding um, a robbery or home invasion. Who do people call people are setting off fireworks? And that's with police, by the way. That's with the police. Can you imagine what it would be like with no police that they want to do in Providence? Now, I also just want to mention That last hour, Donna Perry mentioned the late debate schedule. And she's not wrong. Once again, of course, she's not wrong. But the presidential debate schedule, I think it is late. The first debate is September 29th at Notre Dame. And that will be, unless something changes, former Vice President Biden and President Trump. The second debate is October 15th, University of Michigan. And then the third and final debate is Nashville, Tennessee, Belmont University. And then October 7th is going to be the vice presidential debate between Mike Pence and then whoever Biden picks. And that will be, again, October 7th. So but that first debate, if I'm team Trump, I want to move that up. Donna Perry's right with the early voting. That is something to watch out for. September 29th is late. The Trump team would be better served, even if it was just a week earlier. Just get it into that second week, and then I think that is a late debate schedule. What um, also on top of that is you have early voting, and then you also have, I think, I, by that time, I think it's so divisive. I just wonder how many people <clears throat> will have um, will have not made up their mind by the time the election rolls around. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by this incredible anti-accident Acai berry. That's right. Pick up a bottle today. I'm holding it up for those on Facebook Live. Acai berry, the incredible antioxidant. You can uh, go to their website. It's A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, a berrycom This incredible antioxidant, just one ounce a day. It, uh, everything your body needs to feel refreshed, young, free from disease. You can get a bottle of this. Looks like a wine bottle, but it's not obviously no wine. There's no alcohol. It's a Kai berry. You can pick up a bottle at Dave's and East Greenwich. Also, it's my health in Cumberland. Angel Aiello is just incredible. You only need an ounce of it. The incredible Akai berry keeps you healthy, your family healthy. Uh, Acai berry, it's an incredible mixture that will uh, keep you healthy and replenish your body. Located, you can pick up a bottle at Dave's in East Greenwich and it's my health in Cumberland. Pick up a bottle today, a Kai Berry. Well, folks, right now at twelve forty five, good afternoon. It's John DePetro weekdays. We start at eleven. We go until two. Remember to visit the website, depetro.com You can always listen online at the website. This portion of the John DePetro show is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. If you want to save money, why not call for a free consultation today? Scott and Alex A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Give yourself a raise. Let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them 353-9300. 353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. They're licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. They will help you save money on your life insurance, home insurance, insurance on your home car insurance. Also, this time of year, you know, you need certain motorcycle insurance. You need jet ski insurance. You need special insurance on your RV or on an off-road vehicle, A E on your boat. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them 353-9300. Think if they save you $200 a month just $200 a month. Think about that. That's like giving yourself a raise of $2,500 extra dollars a year. You can do a lot with that. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 353-9300-401-353-9300. Free consultation. It's Scott and Alex. Look for them on Facebook and their website, A.E. A.E. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday. Again, if you ever miss any portion of the program, you can always uh, go to the website, to petro.com and right at the top under radio show, everything is listed. I'm seeing the daily report, three more deaths as positivity rate hospitalizations hold steady in Rhode Island. So we're definitely on the decline, but that is not what's going on nationwide. I mean, nationwide, folks, uh, those that are not paying attention by the way, there was a huge uh, earthquake in Mexico, 7.4 on the Richter scale. Um, how about Don Jr. says, replace torn down monuments with Trump statues. You know, that, I, I find that entertaining. That certainly just throws a little gas on the, um, on the fire. But right now, uh, Arizona, if you look at the different places that are really uh, going up in different parts of the country, it is, it is not good. Um, no summer lullas. The sunbell cases swell, and you know you do need more testing. I, I I know the president was um was joking about that, but the whole key here is going to be the testing, and there are certain states that simply people have not been following the guidelines that we were all following, and and I actually don't understand that. I don't understand for some reason in certain states. Uh, the people that just felt like, you know, going to do whatever, not going to follow as if we all want to be content <clears throat> with, um, as if we all want to be content with the stay at home order. You know, there's also a story. It's a little inside, but this guy who was really well known and a good friend of uh, Bill Clinton, Steve Bing, big Hollywood guy, he jumped to his death, it says fall from a building. They're saying he jumped to his death. Who's that photo? Alana Stewart, George Hamilton, T. Bing. Uh, he was a big political donor. Jumped to his death in Century City. Foul play not suspected. They say fell from his death. He was one of the guys, really, really tight. Uh, inherited a $600 million fortune at the age of 18. A good friend of President Clinton. Traveled the country with him. And. Um, uh, Let's see, In Ron, what's his name? The guy that owned all the uh, grocery stores. Uh, family fortune, Leo Bing. Uh, philanthropy, but he was really, really tight traveling around with Bill Clinton. And I think he also had a child with uh, with the famous model, whose name escapes me at the moment, but I'll think of it. But anyhow, that that is um, really stunning out in Hollywood. I re- realize a lot of people might not know who he is, but... Um, in the book about Bill Clinton, he was, uh, he was by, um, oh, Elizabeth Hurley. That's exactly right. He had a child with Elizabeth Hurley, and he apparently jumped to his death. I don't know what that is all about. But this is the second, between him and Jeffrey Epstein, this is the second close friend of Bill Clinton who has now died from mysterious circumstances. Very, very unusual, this story with uh, Steve Bing. So I want to see if I can um, uh, find out a little more information about it. It's, it's obviously out of the West Coast. It's it's a huge, obviously a huge, uh, well, he was also tight with uh, Steve Bing, major Clinton Foundation donor and Jeffrey Epstein buddy. Jumped off the 27th floor. Was he going to talk? Was an indictment imminent? Wow. Close, confident of Bill Clinton and Ron Burkle is the guy I was thinking of. Jumps off building to his death. Another figure in the Jeffrey Epstein situation. So that's really, really odd. Um, So there's something very uh, odd about that, that they wanted to question him about Jeffrey Epstein. And then all of a sudden, somehow, supposedly, the guy uh, jumps to his death. He was very friendly with Jeffrey Epstein. He was very friendly with Bill Clinton. Uh, he was a regular at the Playboy Mansion. Um, but very um, huge, huge story out on the West Coast. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this uh, Tuesday. Um, next hour, there is legislation Governor Mundo's is going to sign today about the ghost guns. I'm going to tell you about that coming up. Um, with all the priorities right now, listen, the state needs to get back on track. The state needs to get back on track as far as... Um, try I, I know you know it's really hard right now I don't know where this budget is going to go and something that came out yesterday I'm going to tell you about in just a moment and it has to do with reparations and I heard it yesterday I'm going to tell you about it in a second but I want to remind you uh, on this Tuesday, at 1252. Maybe you're out in your car during this lunchtime. Folks, I want you to stop in and visit It's My Health is the name of the store. Stop in and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, established in 2006. You can call her at 305-3585. She has a tremendous selection. First of all, Marie is so knowledgeable on vitamins, uh, herbal remedies from trusted companies. She has local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas and spices. And when you go into It's My Health in Cumberland and I've been inside, the store is tremendous. She is so knowledgeable. She has a full wall. Full of different ingredients you can use, for instance, that will be healthy for you. A lot of people don't realize, uh, like mushrooms and their different vegetables that you could sprinkle into various things that you're cooking. And it's great for your family. She has certain vitamins, a full wall of vitamins, vitamins for children. It's My Health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Natural skin care, hair care products, essential oils, body oils, soaps. She also has hemp and CBD products. So maybe you have a certain nagging pain or problem sleeping. I'll tell you, Marie is so knowledgeable. And I'll bet you've driven by her location. She's right. I'm holding up a picture. She's right in that old white church. You know, this is your excuse. You've driven by. You've never popped in. Pop in and say hello to Marie. She is such a loyal, steady clientele of business and customers. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. The name of the business, It's My Health. You know why? Because it's your health. Call Marie at 305-3585. It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro Again, no Governor Mundo press briefing today. She's going to have it uh, tomorrow and then also on on Friday. So there are three days a week, um, three days a week now instead of um, five days a week. And I initially thought that maybe they were going to go less than that, but I haven't heard anything different of that. So yesterday, the governor did have the press briefing where she um, signed an executive order to remove the name Providence Plantation's. From uh, it will go to the ballot supposedly in November, and I have no reason to believe it's not going to go to the ballot in November. And then also, she did sign it that from now on, on uh, state checks and proclamations, anything with stationery, they're going to remove. Um, they're going to remove Providence Plantation. It was also interesting yesterday that General Treasurer Seth Magazina was there, and the governor commended him. He was the only state office holder who was there. The Lieutenant Governor McKee was not there. Secretary of State Norley Gorbilla was not there. Um, The Attorney General, Pina Narona, was not there. Kind of start to wonder if Governor Amundo, at the appropriate time, would maybe be inclined to endorse the General Treasurer, Seth Magaziner. To be, he's definitely, the word is he's going to run for governor in uh, 2022. And I just find it interesting that if you watch, he turns up at a lot of the same events that she's at, and they definitely have a rapport. Uh, I look for that type of thing. Who's kind of angry? Mayor Lorza was there. Governor Mundo even said, the amazing Mayor Lorza. She's the only person I know that calls him the amazing uh, Mayor Lorza. I find it amazing that he is the mayor. Uh, Baby Omar was not there yesterday, just Mayor Alorza. But while I was there yesterday, folks, while I was there at this press briefing, at the Governor Mundo executive order of this, there was talk among some of the reps. If you caught the speech, Representative Williams was there, and she started saying, you know, people are wondering, you heard Donna Perry last hour saying, you know, what's the demand this week? What are the new demands? And Yesterday, the answer was there. Representative Williams started talking about reparations. And I was eavesdropping, and I was waiting for the whole thing to start, and it was a press briefing. And she started talking with some of the other reps, and one of the reps said, reparations sounds good to me. Wow. Can you imagine that in Rhode Island? The state starts to issue monthly checks to all people of color. Uh, And then you would register, and then the state of Rhode Island would just start to give you some kind of either a monthly stipend. I would imagine monthly. Maybe it would be included even like a card of some kind. But it would be some form of like a um, reparation type of payment for slavery. And the more I was listing, one person said, you know, but isn't the budget a little tight right now? Which obviously it is. That's the understatement of the decade. But one of the reps there said, well, not if they start tolling cars. So folks, that's something to keep your eye on. Can you imagine? And this is something to pay attention to. A lot of the leaders right now, whether it is Matty Yellow, they feel in a corner. They they don't want to, they're afraid to push back. Can you imagine if they start to announce in order to be able to hand out reparations in Rhode Island to Residents of color, they're now going to start to toll uh, personal vehicles, cars, SUVs, not just trucks. Nope, it would be residential vehicles, personal vehicles, and then the money from those car tolls would go towards uh, reparations. I want to be the first one. I'm not contributing, I'm not paying. Uh, This is ridiculous. If this happens, that is something to speak up on people will be silent about removing providence plantation if it's that important to certain people to have that removed from the state name then so be it i'm not going to you know go to the wall on that one but we are not going to sit back i can't imagine there's no way we are doing tolls on your car they already got the car toll the truck tolls up we are not doing that To start handing out reparations. Okay, that did go on in the South, and they could do it in the South, but there's no reason for that in Rhode Island. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday. Now, coming up, we're going to have the one o'clock news. A lot more ahead, another hour to go. The power hour is next. Going to tell you about more developments with uh, some of the legislation at the State House to be looking for, and then uh, more on the president's trip. So, a lot more ahead. The power hour is next. Another big hour to go. Remember, you can listen at AM 1380, 99.9 FM, and always online at the website, Depetro.com. So we're going to do a quick news update while in the 1 o'clock news, and then be back on the other side. Right now, it's 1 o'clock.